Hello, and welcome to your remote tour of the Horniman Museum in South East London. From a bloated walrus to a carnally reticent jellyfish, what we preserve in our museums, what we care for and study, says as much about us as it reveals about the items themselves. At a time when it feels like our options are shrinking, this podcast asks, why do we have to keep looking backwards? What are we going to learn from a bunch of museum exhibits? And why is there an overstuffed walrus in the corner? Life in a glass case looks a lot less chaotic, but it probably doesn't tell the whole story. I'm Chloe Visa, and you're listening to Women and Other Exhibits. Episode 4 Jellyfish Hello, and welcome back to the fourth and final episode on our short tour. We're returning from the museum's online archives, having examined the mystery surrounding an ancient warrior shield, and we're heading back into the museum proper to look at our final exhibit. As you go through the main doors, you'll see a ramp ahead of you. Take it. At the bottom of that ramp, to your left, you'll find the lift, or you can take the stairs on your right. Either way, don't stop on the lower ground floor, because that's not where we're headed unless you're in the lift, actually, when you will need to stop on the lower ground floor, but only to change lifts. We're going down. Right on down into the basement, which is where you will find the museum's small aquarium. My favourite tank in there is the jellyfish. The kids are always hanging back to draw pictures of the toads, or rushing into the next room to find the clownfish and the poison dart frogs. But I like the jellyfish. There's an ongoing project to study them. Apparently, it's very difficult to get jellyfish to breed in captivity. They survive. They just don't thrive. Did you know that in French, the word for jellyfish is meduse, which is, as it sounds, the same as their word for medusa, the gorgon in Greek mythology? There were three gorgons, sisters, Stheno, Euryale and Medusa. But Medusa was the only mortal, the only woman among them. Their heads were entwined with venomous snakes, their necks protected by the scales of dragons. They had huge tusks like those of a boar, hands of bronze and golden wings. Pretty cool, right? Their gaze was so penetrating that anyone who encountered it was turned to stone. The name Medusa is said to come from the Greek word for guardian, It means to protect or to rule. In France, her name has been turned into a verb too, but the verb medusi means to astonish or to daze. It's not garder, protéger or renier, to guard, protect or rule. It's not even pétrifier, to turn to stone. Why is Medusa never allowed to live up to her name? Instead, she's left to stun or simply confound are very tiring for her all the time. Our tour through the museum has led us on a path down to the monster in the cellar. Except she's not a monster, is she? She's just a woman who's really paid attention to all the things that we've told her are worth caring about. Power, resilience, armour. But we don't seem to like her very much for it. We don't want to meet her eye. And I can't help wondering, what is it that we're so frightened we'll see? 
thing before you go. We wanted to issue an invitation asking you to help us create a joint online book of curiosities. If you have a favourite exhibit in this or any other museum, we'd love to hear about it. Or perhaps there's an item in your very own home that you think is worthy of going in a museum. It could be anything from a three-ton sculpture in bronze to a tatty tea cosy. Tell us what it is, tell us where it is and tell us why it's important to you. Simply go to the contacts page on my website, chloebeza.co.uk, and fill in the details of the exhibit you want to tell us about. Thanks again for listening, and we really look forward to hearing from you soon. <laughs>